overall, I do think that the economy does play a large part of it, but also to the lack of the example of what healthy relationships are supposed to look like. Yeah. Not giving our children, you know, moving forward, we need to give our children that knowledge of discernment, you know, understanding what uh, a team, uh, how to work with other people, and also to encourage them to be in healthy relationships. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Less Rock Podcast. I am your co-host, Philosophical. I'm your co-host, Jay Echo. What's good? What's going on, y'all? What's going on? As you can see, we have uh, two illustrious guests here. This is different for us, very different. We're, we're doing things a little differently. Uh, welcome, 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 you guys. Uh, the Blueprint Family Jewels, uh, the hosts Rob and Dee, um, they're Instagram is, of course, Blueprint Family Jewels. Their YouTube is also Blueprint Family Jewels. And their show is Monday through Friday on YouTube and Instagram. How you guys doing? We're doing good. Thank you for having good, us. Good. I wanted Thank to you. say uh, what's up to the Blueprint family out there. Thank you all. Yeah, no worries. Well, how y'all doing? How y'all doing to the Blueprint family also? Um, so pretty much how we guys met, uh, you guys, is uh, it was it was almost like a moment because uh, we had joked when you guys reached out to us, I was getting ready to reach out to you guys about being on the show. So <laughs> definitely, definitely thank you guys for taking the time out with us and, and, and really uh, uh, being on the show today. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So tell us a little bit about yourselves, um, how the podcast started, how you guys got to where you are today, you know, the journey. Um, let, let's, let's speak on it. Well, that was just an, uh, it's kind of like a support thing, um, our community service for the community, along with um, wifeconomics.com, my seven-week implementation program where I mentor women who want to be wives. So, and actually the whole concept came from, uh, well, basically the Blueprint Family Jewels just came from the wanting to spread knowledge and awareness and actually provide solutions for a we consider a very um, devastating problem that our community is facing. And that's, you know, loneliness and the lack of being able to connect and have family, you know, so, yeah. Right. And then also too, we saw the need for um, trying to keep married people married yes. um, with the statistics <laughs> of divorce and the increasing rate of divorce. And then also too the lowering of the uh, uh, successful marriage rates. So that was something that we wanted to also try to fight against. You know, if, yeah. if there's nothing out there that is trying to, you know, basically keep people together. So me and my wife thought that that would be a great niche to actually try to fill in yeah. and take on that challenge of, of wanting to uh, lower those statistics. Yeah. Also, another statistic is... Um, single parent, um, you know, single parents out there. So mm -hmm. that is the ultimate goal is actually taking care of the children, making sure that, you, mm -hmm. you know, our new, our generations moving forward have a blueprint of actually understanding the importance of staying together. Mm -hmm. And it, it's not just because only because of the, the husband and the wife, but also staying together to raise 
viable offspring, um, children who are able to actually grow up to be, um, you know, healthy citizens in their neighborhoods and communities. And, and ultimately that will change the nation, um, the current nation that we live in. Mm. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that as far as, you know, really keeping not only uh, people together as far as stable marriages and stable relationships. That's kind of what the premise of our podcast has been really encouraging men to really make choices in their lives as far as choosing a partner, right? Choosing right. some of the decision making, some of the choices we're making, right? And I think a lot of it, and we'll speak about it in a few minutes. I feel like a lot of our men are making choices. Uh, and we're going to get into it in a few minutes, making choices to kind of choosing to be alone. Right. And, and I think that's kind of reasons and decisions for that. Uh, I, I do want to kind of dive deep into. So let, let, let's get into let you guys are married. Right. And, and yeah. uh, there's a lot of community. I'm married also, you know, as far as like, I'm let, not- let, let, well, <laughs> <laughs> and, and you'll and you'll and, and you'll get there, Jay. Okay. Um, so let, let let's let's speak about the marriage journey, about how um you guys' first perspective on on marriage, what does it mean? Um, I know for me, um, I wanted to get married at a young age, right? But at that age, I didn't quite understand what it took to to find a, a partner, right? So. Mm-hmm. I do, when I hear a lot of our brothers and a lot of our sisters kind of go through bad relationships to kind of get to a certain goal of, of that is marriage, I do have sympathy. Let's, let's first talk about that, right? What is, what is marriage yeah. to you guys? Um, well, you know, first marriage to us, you have to want to have the intention on being married and wanting that intention like you. As a young man, you wanted to be married. Um, and another thing, what that entails is being wanting to be of service to somebody else other than yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's just the the you know the fact of the situation. You you gotta want to also be of service to someone who's also supportive to you, and vice versa. So that is one of the building blocks of um, the initiation of marriage. Mm-hmm. And you, like I said before, the intent, the intent has to be there. Um, you know, that this was something that I did not understand until I met my wife, um, that okay. what intention was. And I just thought that people just ended up together and yep. whatever, you know, circumstances, situation brought those people together. Um, you know, they just decided on being married, but no, I, you know, from my experience, I was intentional on being married first before we got married so okay. or, or or before we ever got into a relationship at, at that um okay. and um you know the, the you know and that's what brought us into um the marriage mindset yeah. especially for men um because i don't think a lot of men due to the fact of you know young men not having their fathers in their lives or seeing an example of what a healthy marriage looks like mm-hmm. um you know the, often at times we may not you know, know that what the intention is or also wanting to be of service to someone. So or what that looks like. So that's what we, you know, we uh, wanted to do. Um, and what we realized together that that's what we um, needed to uh, have as a goal first before we move forward and, and, and actually uh, started building. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. I, yeah, that was my favorite part, too. Kind of the whole idea is even at a young age, for me in particular, I was very young when I knew, like, oh, mm -hmm. I want to be a wife. Like, so it got me to thinking, you know, what is that? You know, what does that mean? Because like you said, like, once you kind of set that intention, the mind will naturally go to trying to figure out how to get it done and how to, especially at a young age where it's more malleable, you know, so mm -hmm. the imagination will go and you'll think, well, huh, yep. how can I get that, you know, go? So I, that's big. And usually what you see is it's not destiny, but more so the intentionality of lining up right. where you have two people that, you know, at, at some point, I do believe God plays a huge proportion, proponent in it, because mm -hmm. yeah. for yeah. me, I always say when I first met him, it was a breath of fresh air for me. It was genuinely like I felt like I met God, like God was presenting himself to me in a love form, a vessel through which he could, you know, be with me. Like, because I was I didn't really have family. I didn't know what. So I longed for something that I never had. And I knew I had to be deliberate because, you know, my mom, she struggled with mental disease my whole life. But her creative outlet to keep her episodes at bay was being able to set up debutante um, societies. She would go along to different churches and young girl me was going along with her. And for, you know, your viewers who aren't aware of debutante societies, back then it was kind of like a, um, a social opportunity where the high echelon uh, elite communities, the families would come together and introduce their women. And the, well, there are young girls that were turning into women going into marrying age. And so it would be a ball where the families would come together and mingle and be like, well, my son's going to do this and my daughter's going to do this. And like, oh, like we would be great coming together to do this. So it was, but in the course of it, the women were learning the social aspect of how to look pretty how to have manners how to etiquette. etiquette yeah all of that was included so i naturally learned that side but seeing my mom she struggled with the actual actual aspect of understanding men and how to live harmoniously with them and that's what she yeah. kind of struggled with with everybody but that made that spark intention in my mind like oh what do men like what are, you know, what is, what does it take to be a wife? Well, let me get to know what a husband is, you know? So it sent me on that journey of understanding men and what it meant to be a wife and how to do this. So that was kind of how we led into it. But ultimately we met in college mm -hmm. and with us already in that um, ideology of, okay, marriage is to be of service and to help. We were naturally young and we're like, okay, let's help each other. Let's now, you know, we graduated and it's like, let's, let's now like build and and speaking on the intentional part yeah. i actually put a solicitation out on facebook <laughs> I, I really was mm -hmm. um i had came out of a bad relationship um and me and dion knew each other before that relationship that i was okay. in um okay. and a friend of mine told me hey man you know i saw you, you see i see you looking for a wife you know what about dion you know and me and dion were in a relationship prior to um as well and it didn't work out but i knew that she was very supportive she was very feminine um and when my friend said that i'll say well you know yeah i would I give it a try with the intention of actually wanting to be together yeah because we met young right because yeah. i i didn't have any but prior to that i didn't have any intentions at all on being married um okay. and like i okay. said it was because of the lack my lack of seeing what a healthy marriage actually looks like like um you know my father you know, me and my father have a wonderful relationship now, but um, he, he, I did not, you know, see him after I turned eight, um, in between eight and 18, I didn't see him consistently. Um, so I, I saw him before I was eight and then we, me and him build a great 
wonderful relationship when I turned 18 and moved to college. So, you know, um, and, and then, and still then I was still trying to figure out what, you know, what, what are the characteristics of a man, you know, trying to figure out my identity. And then ultimately, um, I got tired of being alone and being in these, you know, uh, relationships that didn't amount to anything or, you know, just, you know, being a player pretty much. And then uh, I got, you know, serious about wanting to find a wife. And so that's how me and Dion really, um, I considered wanting to date her and actually put that intention there Mm -hmm. on actually making things work. uh, Man. uh, I have a, a, what's it called? I have a semi, it's a related question. Mm -hmm. Um, So you talk about intention, but you also talk about, you know, wanting to be alone and um, I mean, not wanting to be alone and everything like that. So my question is, do you, uh, as you said, you know, there's being married is a very unselfish thing. And it seems Mm -hmm. like these days, one of the, one of the things that I'm hearing at least is that there's a lot of, a lot of selfishness between partners, whether it's man or woman or whatever the case may be. So my question to you is, do you think that loneliness is causing people to be selfish or the other way around? People are selfish and so they end up alone. I I think, to be honest with you, when it comes to relationships, and if you look at it statistically, a lot of this stuff has to deal with, one, the economy, um, the lack of funds that actually keep people away from each other. That's what I believe, and also the the statistical data that I've seen in in this day and age, but also, too, not seeing that working relationship between a man and a woman, a healthy working relationship between a man and a woman. I think that's actually what's keeping people selfish and ultimately is what keeping them alone. Yeah, that fear. Yeah, the fear. Yeah, I think it's a lot of fear too, I would have to say, because if you don't see, it's like the fear of the unknown. And then you've already been hurt. So a part of you is just like, oh no, especially if, I mean, we can't downplay the trauma that our society just has in general when it comes to not only actual things that you experience as a person, but just listening to the stories and the experiences of other people, your family and all of that, you take that in. And when you do, and you are raised up in an environment that you're fearful of, you're less likely to take chances on, you know, that better because your, your self-esteem is low because you're like, Oh, well, why me? You know, it didn't happen for this person or that person. And then you don't have the motivation. Like, being in a relationship, you really have to be self-motivated to make it work because a partner can't, your spouse is not going to be able to work with you if you can't motivate yourself to want to work with them too. It's like, you know, not being able to have a relationship at all. So yep. that's to me, the part that really keeps people apart and we can't downplay how scary, how scary fear can be. <laughs> like, <it'll> yeah. cripple you. <laughs> I will, I will add to that. I, I, you said some very key word, which is intention, which is a very big word yeah. on the show. Uh, I, I hear uh, you, Rob, said, you know, you went into the relationship with, with D with the intention of marrying someone. So my question is, do you feel like a lot of our men, and you can kind of chime in on, on this too, D, do you feel like also on a on a, a woman's perspective, when a man understands his intention and where he wants to take a relationship, a woman, do you feel like um, that relationship is easier? intention basically intention brings some sort of direction right right and women depend on our men to be leaders so you do you feel like if a man has great intention that 
he can lead a woman can trust to the point where he can lead do you do you feel that's what's missing in in some of our men relationships women um yeah intention so with with that um i do believe that well i know that for men um Mm -hmm. uh, you know what intention entails is also what what are your boundaries so what do you what do you expect marriage life to look like with real expectations uh, okay. what what roles are you all actually going to fulfill mm-hmm. and the marriage what do you all what strengths are you all uh playing with mm-hmm. who's who's what is your game plan mm-hmm. as far as getting to where you want to go where's your marriage vision what is your marriage vision and what does that look like ultimately in the end and what i mean in the end is retirement you know we all get married and ultimately you know next steps owning a home having children but what about retirement as well so those are all things that you have to be intentional about. So the roles of a man, yes, I want to be the provider and the protector of my household. I want to be the breadwinner, the the sole owner of that. Um, and for my wife to also support me and my goals and, and, and also me being supportive of her and, 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 um, wanting to protect her and then also understand and show empathy towards her and be supportive of her, her and her feelings. Um, okay. so that's what, the, as far as intention, that's what, you know, that is what I think that men need to, you know, pr- um, you know, ex- talk about, you know, in, in the beginnings of their relationships when they approach somebody is the barriers, you know, talk about what you're willing to stand for and what type of woman you're lo- wanting to have in your life um, and see if that person fits that mold, because that is that will save you um, a separation or a divorce in the end just being mature enough to actually address and ask these questions. And also to, um, to also, and as the man him, himself has to, you have to hold those things intentional that you said that you're going to do, be the provider and protector. And then you all have to work as a team to actually achieve those goals. Yeah. So or either if the man doesn't want to, you know, work, then you all better figure out a way to, uh, up, raise that woman <laughs> up as far as the finances and you want to stay at home daddy or whatever the case may be. But that's not necessarily something that I, I would do to be honest okay. with you or recommend um, yeah or recommend it as, at yeah. all but you know you yeah. times have changed things oh, yeah. are different you know you got to play to your strengths you really do um because the whole you know the whole thing about it is that one thing that i preach is that we don't on average people don't make a lot so you all have to strategize and that's one of the top three reasons why people get divorces because of finances Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can lower those statistics and try to work together as far as finance goes, then I think that you will knock that one out the way. And then you have to worry about infidelity and then, um, um, and irreconcilable, it, yeah, differences, irreconcilable differences. That's communication. Right. And that's a lot <laughs> that's to have to deal is. with communication <laughs> and, and working as a team together. Yeah. So if you can knock those two out and then, mm-hmm. then you're on your way to a long lifelong partnership with your wife and, and husband. So, um, yeah, so that's what I mean about being, being intentional. Uh, we don't okay. get this information be, being raised by um, by um, single parents. Often okay. at times, to be honest with you, our fathers didn't get this information either because, nope. you know, I spoke, I spoke with my um, stepfather and then, you know, he told me what well, relationships sounded like this back in the 50s and 60s um, or 70s. Uh, how many women you got? <laughs> you know, how many women <laughs> girlfriends you talking to? You know, yeah, and, yeah, and that that's throughout time, and that's something that we need to stop. Those are the, not the conversations we need to have with our youth today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to ask, you know, talk to them about intentions, setting goals. Yeah. What are your barriers? What are your, you know, what 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 type of role do you want to have in your relationship with your spouse? 
those are the type of conversations we need to be having, not condoning um, infidelity or, yeah. mul- you know, having multiple partners. Yeah, and lack yeah. of discipline. Lack of discipline. Yeah. And structure, because that's what marriage structure. really does. Yeah, I that mean, structure. I, 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 being married, I think it's more discipline than structure. <laughs> I think, so it brings up a good question I want to ask you, D, right? Is you hearing Rob say that, right? Do you feel like, because I feel like a lot of times, I do hear that a lot from men, right? But in a way that's like not as serious and not as disciplined, directionless, from a hurt place, from a place of maybe trying to um, build themselves up. So when you hear that, right, as a woman, how does that make you feel? And like, what do you, what do you say to women who necessarily have a different opinion on that? Um, well, I personally think when I hear that to me, that's what a husband sounded like. So me Mm -hmm. with the intention of wanting to be a wife, that's what gave me that safe space to know, okay, this is a man with that vision. He is looking to get married. So it's safer because I often hear women say that's a risk. It's risky. Well, it's safer Mm -hmm. to take that risk if that's how you want to look at it on a man who has those qualities that are going to probably keep you all going in the right direction versus investing in someone who has the bad qualities that are probably going to bring you down with them. So it's like, which one to me, I'm look at it more like an investment of being able to, you know, join onto a team that has that, you know, got that structure that, um, discernment. Yeah. That discernment. Yeah. yeah that's really yeah. what it is. It's like that discernment. So, I mean, it's He's much focused. easier, but yeah. Mm-hmm. He's focused. Yeah, He's focused. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He's focused. Exactly. And yeah. And, 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 and the thing is, is that I'm glad you said that. It's because women see, and I, I know I speak that from experience because when my wife sees that I'm focused, I'm headed towards somewhere, it, it brings a certain type of um, trust. Like it brings a certain type of like, like intention that he's he's aiming somewhere he's going somewhere he's taking us somewhere and i feel like uh like you said like the intention is that we as men is that when that type of woman or when that type of man comes along society is telling us you know that person's trying to control us you know what i mean this is not the right situation it, it disputes a lot of what healthy relationships and what a lot of healthy marriages should be, you know, because uh, cause point blank, I think people want to be able to marry someone or be with someone that has already built something. They don't necessarily want to build anything with anybody. So I, I, I'm glad you said the intention. And a lot of times we, we misconstrue intention with, with, with common chemistry. Right. You got to be intention is pretty much you guys are aligned and focused on the boundaries and our our deal breakers. This is not this is what we're going to stand for. This is not what we're going to stand for. This is where we're going. If we fail, you know what I mean? Because because that's probably the next question I'm going to ask is like, you know, there are there are compromises. Right. How do you handle those compromises? How do you handle those disagreements? You know what I mean? so I'm I'm glad you spoke on that. I feel like that needs to be heard a lot more within our within our, our marriages, our relationships, especially our men and women. Um, so I, I did uh, I did have a question for uh, go ahead. For you, Dee. I mean, you you spoke on it a little bit in that you know you grew up having to uh, you grew up 
in spaces where you were learning certain skills and everything like that. So then my question for you is, you know, Rob spoke about what what intention was from a, a male perspective. So what would you say on the on the woman's side of things? What what would intention from that side of things look like? Well, that, of course, for me was, like I said, I had to figure out, okay, I got the appearance look part because with knowing simple, you know, having a debutante, knowing the etiquette, knowing manners, knowing how to carry yourself as a woman, like that's all fine and dandy. But I realized my mom had all those things. She knew how to look nice, but the core elements was how to get along with a man she had no idea about. So that for me was what I had my intentions really set on is, okay, I got to understand. I'm If I'm wanting to be a wife, I have to understand who I'm being a wife to. So what do men desire? What does a wife look like? What are the roles of the wife? And actually seeing this play out in different relationships, different, you know, um, dynamics, because it's, it's shown the thing about nature is the male and the female uh, natural nature is going to interact very similarly in all different you know, styles of relationship. Now, of course, ulterior motives come into play, but usually you're going to play to those strengths of the man being, you know, masculine in his energy and, you know, carrying his way, you know, carrying himself in that way. And so what is the feminine's way? How is the feminine going to come in and blend with this so that, you know, you can be that yin and that yang and actually mending together? So what did that look like? Our day-to-day structure, what do men expect from women? Of course, the most common thing you just listening around is, you know, being agreeable, being someone that's a team player, being actually receptive. That's one thing that we're pushing a lot now for women to understand that if you want a man in his leadership, you have to learn how to be receptive. A lot of what we see within society is like a a, a no, a pushback. You want to fight against something because maybe you've always had to fight, you know, but yeah. that's not that feminine nature in a relationship with a man. You don't want to fight with him. That's not your yeah. goal. You're not looking yeah. to compete. I think our generation yeah. in particular with that 90s, I was born in 92, so I'm a little young in my way <laughs> here, but yeah, with yeah. the wisdom of what I've learned, like that our generation during that period was raised to compete with men so much. Independent women, anything you can do, I can do better. You got to do this. You got to keep up. I don't want no scrubs. Like all of that is that competition mindset of, you know, um, I can do this. So what you got? And that's not conducive to a healthy relationship. So knowing how to be that team player and actually learning, you know, what that is. Of course, that's going to look a little different with all men because every man is going to have his own path. But like I said, the general core elements of what it really takes to be a good woman and a supportive feminine asset to a man is something that you you can learn. And that's what I love to offer within the Wife Economics course, because the baseline of that femininity, of what that divine order looked like and the role that the woman plays as a helpmate, how to actually do that. 80% of our marriages are filed by women. And I honestly, I mean, divorces, I mean, divorces sorry. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah. I honestly believe that <laughs> it is that way because women aren't given that support on how to work through, you know, those difficult troubleshooting problems like actually being able to solve those issues that come into your relationships and not just checking out on irreconcilable differences it's like you're not knowing how to use your femininity and your feminine energy which it has nothing to do really with your outer appearance it's much more about your kindness your meekness your forgivingness your your openness your receptivity yeah that's who you are that's naturally like your intrinsic intrinsic value that is like 
embedded in us. That's why a woman's clock of wanting to have kids, you know, goes off at a certain time. It's like one of those. You naturally yeah. want to learn to be a wife to a man. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> so do you think, okay, so you mentioned kind of the way it was in the 90s, right? And I'm glad you mentioned that. So what do you feel like it's like today? Same thing or it's... it's that on steroids. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it has 2.0 now. I thought, you know, I thought they was on to something then. We was a little receptivity of the whole idea of, okay, girl, get your, you know, go take care of yourself. You know, I think when we first were introduced to the idea, that's kind of what even families latched on to teaching their daughters how to go out there and take care of themselves. Rightfully so, right? You you yeah. have to learn to be an adult. And I, yeah. so I understand that aspect, but it's like, are you willing to play that position? Is that the choice that you want to play your whole life? Because being in a marriage is more about that dependence of working together, like into you depending on me, I'm depending on you, like, and we're fulfilling each other in that dynamic. So if you're thinking so much in the independent mindset, it's going to be really hard for you to try to blend with another person's reality. Cause that's what you're trying to do. So on your end, Rob, same question, but on the men, men, man's front. What are your what are your opinion on that today? Men today. Sure. So uh in retrospect to 2023 today, right? What are your thoughts as far as men, as far as the intention with being a husband, boyfriends? In my opinion, I think a lot of men are considering kind of staying by themselves more long term. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what what are your thoughts on men, men in retrospect to that today? Okay. Um, well, yeah, I think that more so now that, like you were saying, that men are more so not getting married. It's on both fronts. Men and women are not getting married. And it's I, a lot of my friends are single still. Um, I am 36. I was born in 87. So I grew up in the 90s where, like, my wife was saying that you know, you, the competition of you know, men and women was getting fierce, you know, like the thing that she was talking about anything I can do, uh, you know, anything you can do, I can do better. The whole Michael Jordan, me and ham commercial. Oh, yeah. and, and then, and then sparking that into women started getting more college degrees and men are, you know, working trades. And then also yeah. too, less men are graduating from college and vice versa. So it now and today it culminated into, you know, com- competition, of course, mm-hmm. you know, not to beat that drum to, uh, up too much, but, also, too, like you were saying, your father worked a lot. A lot of our generation had to go through a lot of, uh, you know, trying times as far yeah. as coming out of the 80s and, 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 and drugs and things like that. And yep. the last, and then those, you know, those people, those parents being raised, um, our parents, you know, going through that era. And then we are the product of, you know, the, the children of the 70s and the 60s. And then their free love era and all the, you know, things that were going on there. And then so, you now you got us being raised through, um, you know, the hip hop era where it's, where it's ignited uh, yeah. much of our culture and what we actually do and what we say. And we carry that into the our intentions of what relationships supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. So ultimately now you're in, you're in 2023 after all of that has been going on drugs and music and being raised by the television mm-hmm. men and, and women. Media. Yeah. Social media now is an aspect yeah. of that. So now yeah. what it looks like for men is that um, it's hard to find a, a woman who's intentional about wanting to actually be a wife. Yeah. They're and, not highlighted. Yeah. They're not highlighted. We don't, we don't see those healthy examples of what 
relationships and marriage is supposed to look like mm-hmm. in, in, in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. So for men, I can see why um, a lot of my friends are not married and, and they're in their mid thirties and they're just working, they're just working. And, and um, as far as careers go, some of them are, you know, excelling in careers. And then also to the, the females in, in our age group are also, you know, it's almost the same as if they're married to their jobs mm-hmm. as well. Yep. So everyone is, is isolating ourselves. We're isolating ourselves, being selfish, and we're not wanting to actually uh, work as a team and coexist. Now, there's very, there's, it's becoming very fewer um, as time goes on. Uh, you know, like in the 80s, I would say even in the 80s, much of us were still marrying in our early 20s. Um, and in our, in the nineties, it became in nineties and two thousands, it became the mid twenties. And now we're 30, mm-hmm. both men and, and women are the average age is now 30. So, you know, it, it, that popular dynamic is, you know, how, um, you know, in the past of traditional relationships, what that used to look like has definitely changed today. And men are being more calculative. Yeah. I think we're being more calculative and mm-hmm. strategic about dating and marriage. I think we are still marrying and dating mm-hmm. because we're still marrying at the 30. But mm-hmm. what that speaks also to, like I said, the barometer of that that I'm looking at is the economy. Mm-hmm. Um, inflation is consistently going up. And through those times, wages are not going up at all. 90% of Americans are still making average wages, pretty much. And it that is hard to build a family off of. I mean, yeah. when you got people telling people messages on social media to not have children, if you are trying to get married, then get married, but not have children because you're not going to have enough money to do anything. Um, and I think a lot of people, like my wife saying that the fear has stricken people to not want to get married or hold off on marriage to the point to where they're not, you know, we're seeing it. And then, you know, 10 years from now, what does marriage rates and the age of marriage going to look like? Is people getting married in their 40s, 50s? Is that going to be the average age of married couples or, you know, to the point to where women are, you know, postmenopausal when they can't have children. So, you know, the United States already now has a declining population for, you know, the first time. And I, you know, that I could ever think of. So that that is the detriment of what's going on. Yeah. That is the detriment of what's going on. And, and, Overall, I do think that the economy does play a large part of it, but also to the lack of the example of what healthy relationships are supposed to look like. Yeah. Not giving our children, you know, moving forward, we need to give our children that knowledge of discernment, you know, understanding what uh, a team, uh, how to work with other people, and also to encourage them to be in healthy relationships, but also to encourage our boys to be. And I'm sorry if I'm I'm carrying this too far. No, but, no, no. Yeah. This is what this is what this is what we they need to hear because I'm I'm yeah. getting ready to interject into something and you may not like it. Okay, <laughs> you may too, not you like know, it. But also to you know to finish my thought to to tell our boys that hey you know you you need to be raised to be a provider and a protector, not a player. Yeah. So and also to our our daughters to be uh, also understand that, you, honey, you're going to be wanting to get married one day. And it's going to be in your best interest the fact that it takes a two-person household income in order to raise a family. Yep. So, yep. and that's kind of hard statistically for you to do on your own. So you have to get her to understand that and be let um and instill those uh, principles in her early. Mm-hmm. So, I will say this, uh, and we'll kind of move on to the next question. Okay. I think I think one of the problems is, is you guys brought up intention, 
And I think what happens is, I think, and it's on both fronts, men go into dating with a certain intention. And when that intention isn't met, men have two choices. They either can say, hey, this isn't work, this isn't going to work for me and kind of go back to the drawing board and find what they're looking for. Or I think what's happening today in 2023 is men are compromising. Men are uh, uh, kind of suppressing their intention to fit what the situation is because they don't want to feel alone. There are men out there in their mid thirties that feel like I don't want to be by myself. You know, you know, I, I need this. Desperation mm-hmm. plays a part and right, they're, yeah. dating, they're dating women who are also searching and looking for men on how to teach them on how to be a wife. Men can't do that. Right. right? Men need to go into dating and relationships and marriage with the intention of finding a woman who is not only knows how to be a wife, carries herself like a wife, but is open to learning more. And that's, that's my opinion, right? That's, and you guys can interject if you disagree. Um, I'm, I, I, I would love to hear the in the comments if you guys disagree, but this is what I'm seeing. I think a lot of men are compromising, they're suppressing, and they're, they're compromising on their intentions. To, to to on this. So I love to hear you guys' thoughts on this. So I have a, a that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying okay. that men are just opting out entirely. Like they're just mm-hmm. not participating anymore. That's what I'm You think saying. so? Okay. Yeah. I okay. think I think a lot of men aren't participating in it. They're like, hey, I'm not finding what I'm looking for. So I'm just not going to participate. And then they end up well, one, they're not intentional, and so they don't know what they're looking for. So they go in, and they just were like, ah, they realize, oh, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing anything. But they haven't, like you said, they haven't been intentional about setting their boundaries, setting their their desires, anything like that. Yeah. And they keep jumping into things, thinking, oh, I'll know it when I see it. And well, that's the compromise. That's the right. compromise when okay. they're jumping All into right. different relationships. Okay. Right. Um, well, yeah, that's that goes into the strategy part portion that I was talking about as well. But okay. the thing is that, um, you know, marriage is a compromise. Mm-hmm. So, but the thing is, yeah. is that it, yeah. is that something that is a good compromise for you? Is it beneficial to you, or are you just compromising because you're lonely and you just take whoever that comes across your path and say, you know what, we spent a lot of time together. We might as well just go ahead and get married. <laughs> um, you know. So, and, and, and that's and it is going on. That is what's going on, right? But yeah. that, that's the but that, that that is the emotional aspect of wanting to get married. You know, marriage is also a business. Now, does it make sense business wise wise for you to get married? Yeah. If that's the type of mindset that you have, what do you have to lose? You know, maybe a man who doesn't have anything to lose, he can say that you know what I, I, we've been together for about you know five years. Hey, you know. We all we do is spend time to each other. You don't f- check all the boxes. You check one out of three, but hey, you don't want to work on other two. Might that's as a well. problem. That's a problem. Right, it is a problem. It that's is a problem. problem. Yeah, because right, but if you feel like you don't have anything to lose, right, that means you're not having anything to build. Right, exactly. That's you want a problem. To do it right, and yeah. you gotta have that confidence. Yeah. So you know, at the, one of the the thing is this. You can you can cover yourself and protect yourself from these bad decisions that you make 
That's okay. only if the spouse or the woman is, is wanting to make this type of commitment with you. Other than a marriage certificate as a document, you can also have a prenuptial agreement. So a prenup, if, you, if you're one of these guys out there, I would encourage you all to get prenuptial agreements because that would be a clear barometer in the beginning before you waste a lot of your time and money on whether you are going to make it or not. So if that woman you've been spending time with for five years agrees also to, hey, you know, I don't check all your boxes, but I'm willing to be with you. And let's sit down together and draft a prenuptial agreement. That's a hard, that's a hard conversation. It is. That's because, a hard, that's a hard conversation. <laughs> right. But the reason being it's so hard is because one person feels like we don't understand prenuptial agreements and it comes out of ignorance. Correct. And now, and I work under contracts. I do. I'm a procurement manager and I work mm -hmm. for a public, um, I work for a public retirement uh, finance uh, agency. We, I work in contracts all day. You, you should not sign a contract where you cannot agree on something it's okay to walk away. And that's, that's the art of negotiating. Now, the thing is, is if that both of you all can negotiate a, a, a prenuptial agreement and, and the fact that you all can sign that prenup, then that's a, either a win-win or a lose-lose for both of you all. And you're fine with that. But I'm going to tell you, this is going to be cheaper than getting a divorce later on. And also too, you will lay everything out. Those are your barriers. Those are your barriers that you're going to put out there in the beginning to let your, your spouse know that, hey, if I do such and such and such and such, you get this. If you do such and such and such and such, I get this. Or I don't get nothing or whatever you all agree to. People need to stop thinking of prenuptial agreements like somebody is just getting ran over and not getting nothing in return. So one person is just doing whatever they want to do and they just get out. But why would you sign something like that? You get what I'm saying? Why would you sign an agreement where you get nothing, nothing at all? Well, and some people, go that ahead. type of, that uh, people, I, I'm going to give you that, sorry to cut you off, but I'm going to give you the reason they, they signed that agreement is that's the desperation part about it, right? They're willing to give up whatever they can to get the title, to not feel the loneliness. If I, I may not get it this chance again, right? If I don't marry this person, this particular person, they may not check all your boxes, but who's to say my chance at marriage again could happen in, down the road? Yeah. So they're willing. That's yeah, that's risky. Those yeah. emotional decisions, like he was saying, because you Correct. Can't, yeah. especially when it comes to something like marriage, I think a man in particular has to be now more than ever prepared to take on that role. And that's, you know, mentally, physically, you got to have your finances and all of that. You got to be able to take on those roles because women like we were talking about with the whole idea of women not being raised to be wives anymore because of that if you want to have a wife you need to be able to have a larger pool of women to be able to pick from so that you can make the best choice for your life i don't yeah. think marriage is something that you just enter for, because you're lonely that emotional decision will wreck your life if you do <laughs> yep. it like so, it will. Yeah. like and then yeah. having a prenup to go along like that's especially if you are like my husband's saying, one of those guys where you have worked yourself up, you've built yourself up, um, and then you decide to marry a woman. If you're going to take that risk and you don't know for sure if she's going to offer you 
all you need for a lifetime, then yeah, go the prenup yeah. route for sure. Cause at least it's yeah. gonna allow you some layer of protection for, you know, a system that is not set up to protect men anymore, you right. know, especially now more than ever. So, yeah. So, uh, they get better with that. You remember Florida? I'm sorry, but Florida was passed no. the law for, uh, or no, wanting, to. wanting to. Oh, okay. To get <laughs> they, didn't, oh, they didn't sign it yet. They didn't pass yet. You know, it keep moving this discussion forward. Then my, my question to you guys is, you know, then what is, uh, especially in this era when men and women are believing that they don't need one another, what is the incentive to get married then? Oh, but you do. That's the illusion that our, I think they have pushed okay. so much on our society because okay. to retire in general, you need to make a two-person household. So whether you're a man or a woman, you have to be making a two-person household to sustain yourself till you pass away, which now statistically we're living longer. I mean, it's going a little bit away because of other diseases on the rise, but you know, statistically you live much longer than your sixties. You're going into your eighties, your nineties, 95. Yeah. 95 From, to sustain yourself. Right. So, yep. you know, like I said, I work in, in retirement, um, and retirement finance. So what they, what they're, what they're telling people, and it's, this is going to be more more common now is that retirement also involves what your your IRA if you have one your social security or some sort of 401k plan which is they call it a three-legged stool yeah now it's a four-legged stool and that involves a part-time job side who hustle. wants to work who wants side to work hustle. yeah who wants to work when they you know be a Walmart greeter until the age of 65 <laughs> 95 or teacher that's not right. because teachers are so it's so many you know jobs available for teachers they're encouraging the working for the retired force to go back for to be a teacher to help right fill so those gaps. they're trying to get the yep. baby boomers back into the workforce so the, with that being said there is no retirement so what are you going to do on with your average income and the in, the increasing um uh, rate of inflation yeah. You know, that's one thing you, you need to figure out how to work as a team in order to shield yourself from ultimately, you know, homelessness or right. having to go without right. in the yep. future right. or the who's to say that Social Security is still going to be there. Yeah. So I don't know. That, that's been talks of that going away. Exactly. exactly. And then what the yeah. new these new taxes that's coming out, they're trying to take 17,500 out of Social Security for individuals. Yeah. So they're already reducing it. So with that income being wiped out, you're going to have to go back into the workforce, baby boomers. They're going to have to go back in there unless they don't have what at right now have like $2.5 million stashed away that they're going to use up drawing from, from, yep. from 65 to 95, whether they have a lot of medication to take the growing rate of groceries and gasoline or whatever they use to drive to get to their appointments um, and then the food that they eat. Um, and taxes and bills and all these other things that's out here. Right. And then if not I mean, not all, and also put in perspective of you being parents. Right. You, know, exactly. you got to provide, provide for your family, you know, right. yeah. not even, not even putting in there, you know, having children, you know? Right. Yeah. But if you are a single person in general, you have to think of, is you, are you being single for the rest of your life to where you have to take in health? Now you're looking at, are you going to be able to actually sustain your own health? 
even yeah. if you were to fall ill. Because if you're not, you're gonna have to pay for somebody to come and help you if you fall yeah. if you fall ill with the rises of diseases and stuff going on. So all of this has to be. You're not meant to be alone. We're not meant to be alone, regardless of what they try to kick it to us and and make it look nice. Sure, that that selfish ideology, the, the the way you see your life and your reality, sure, you may think that it's sustainable for a long time, but realistically, it's not. And life is fast. Life moves pretty fast. So before you know it, you'll be 60 with that the the knee problem. And then yep. you have an issues walking. Diabetes. Yeah. And then you disease. gotta you might have to retire early and draw from disability and you don't get your whole income from disability. That, yeah. that's like, I don't know how much you get from that, but unfortunately you don't. Like and sit at home by right. yourself. Right. Exactly. Sit at home by yourself. Yeah. You don't have any you don't have any of that to share it with. And I and, think that's our problem yeah. in our community is we don't we're not forward thinkers like we need to be like you can't just make decisions on right now and expect these right now decisions because life is continuously changing. You right. have to be able to adapt and move forward. And that's easier working as a team, not by yourself. I will I will add to that. I think we as men, we're we, we've, we, we, we've catching ourselves in the moment of, man, you know, I, I got a great career. I'm making good money. And I think we're starting to detach ourselves to where in a selfish mentality to where I don't have to share this with a woman. I don't have to spend a lot of money on the woman. I don't have to pay for her attention. I don't have to, you know, and now men are considering not having children for the same yeah. reasons, mm -hmm. for the same reasons when we as men were brought here to, to reproduce, to build on our legacy. Right. right. And it, 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 it's, it, it's it's crazy. It's crazy because for me, one of the main things of me wanting a child is that, man, I really want to be able to change the the thoughts of how I want him to grow up as a man, right? Not always work, 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 but always have a sense of responsibility, have a sense of intention to where, you know, I want you to, I want you to have a wife one day. I want you to be a father one day, right? Not just look at me and see me as like, well, my father was a player and my father didn't, you know, treat his, his wife the right way. So I'm going to do the same thing. No. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the problem, right? We, as men, we're seeing our fathers by the way we were treated, the way they're treating women, the way I treated our mothers and, and it's being replicated. Right. And I, and I do feel like, you know, we're, we're, we're killing marriages. We're killing it. And especially now, we're seeing a lot of, like I just said it, seeing the way our fathers treated our mothers in marriages, we're replicating that being married to a good woman, and we mess it up. Mm -hmm. Mess it up. And and that's why the divorce rate is so high. The marriage rate is declining. Um, I think, and 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 you can you can respond to this, D, to where our women are probably seeing this and probably putting so much work into this marriage and trying to be a good wife that they're probably saying, I don't want to do this again. I can't trust a man. I can't, I can't do that. I can't go through that. So I'm going to make my own. I'm going to create my own career. I'm going to do what's best for me. And I don't think men are liking this, right? Because don't men don't. Any, I don't think anybody likes the current status quo, but I don't think anybody's, anybody's knows how to, how to change the situation. Or if they do know how to change the situation, they're not willing to do the work to change the situation. I think, I think it comes from trust. Trust. 
fair, but you gotta trust that you gotta trust that your partner isn't the same person that you've dealt with before. Yeah, I mean, I've I've had this conversation with uh with with women I work with and with men I've worked with, and it's just like, I mean, like we've been saying, you know, we we grew up in the eighties and nineties, you know, we 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 came up with a certain understanding of the social contract, so to speak, like, mm-hmm. hey, this is what it's supposed to look like. This, this is your role in it. This is her role in it. And and this is how it's supposed to look. And because of, because of times, economics, you know, social movements, all of that sort of stuff, the social contract has changed without us necessarily playing an active role in negotiating the new terms, so mm-hmm. to speak. So, you know, the, the contract changed from out under us and and nobody's nobody's negotiating their own their own terms. So it's just like, okay, I saw this, I saw this on social media. This is what it's supposed to look like. Yep. Meanwhile, yep. it doesn't work for you. And you go with it because you you're like you said, the the conversation about prenuptial agreements, it's a hard conversation to have. Yep. nobody it's not a it's not the sexy conversation right. so i'm just not going to have the conversation because oh well it'll work out meanwhile 10 20 30 40 years down the line you're now single and you're paying somebody else 50 percent of your salary and like you said you got to retire in four or five months and now you're a walmart greeter <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah so uh my next question is in you guys' opinion, what's appropriate age to get married? Well, um, the, the appropriate age, to to be honest with you, for a man. So, it's, I, my understanding is different between men and women. Okay. Yeah, so, I agree. Yep. Right. So, for men, to be honest with you, whenever you are able to one afford a house, that's a that's a big thing. Um, have your own car. And then you have to make sure that your salary is enough to provide, if you want to have children, to provide for the amount of children that you want to have. And then also um, for women. Um, so there isn't really an, an age for men. If I would say so in this day and age, it would be in your 30s. It will be in your 30s because that's normally when you actually, if you are in a career that's lateral, and that is the that is mostly when you are actually have all that money saved up where you have you're living comfortably you're paying your bills you're mostly probably almost college college uh debt your know, college loans are gone or yeah. you're almost about to pay those off so that you can supplement that those those monies that you was having paying those bills and and invested that back into your family okay. yep. to protect yourself so yep. it would be in your 30s now okay. um and are we talking? Are we talking mid thirties, middle thirties? Are we? Talking? I would say the the safest would be your your mid thirties. Okay, now, that's kind of what I was thinking, like the thirty two to thirty five range. Okay, yeah, and, I would say I was thinking yeah. thirty two to thirty five. Yeah, thirty two to thirty five. Yeah. yeah. What about what about what about you, uh, D? What what are your what is your perspective on that? What is your age? You think? I think for men, yeah, y'all are spot on for men, for sure, because that's important. In particular, now more than ever for even a man, too, it's important for you to even be able to protect and provide safely so Mm -hmm. that your 
And when I think about children, your woman is able to hopefully be able to raise children and be able to teach them and guide them. So certainly you need to be at least, I would prefer graduating from college for a woman because right. I think by that time she's taken in, you know, some, um, you know, know how of how to operate within the world and, you know, okay. education to be able to pass on to the child. So I would say like uh, 22, like 21, 22, 23 to where you're really putting yourself in the place of being found. <laughs> right. For, so okay. So for a woman, people. so you're saying for a woman, 21 to 24. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I wow. would think for, for oh. a safe, wow. only in particular, <laughs> For one, I am a firm advocate of you not getting married and having kids right away. Like at the okay. same time, like once okay. you've gotten married, take some time to enjoy yourself. You don't want to add in children so fast because you're putting, you're already just putting challenges, right? Raising children is a challenge. Yeah. You're yeah. just introducing challenges when you're still trying to get adjusted to the whole marriage life. Like, don't set yourself up like that. So you adequately want to be able to enjoy your husband, get on his program, understand him. I spent a lot of our time um, just getting to know my husband. Like, I, before we had children, I think I was 23 when we had our first son. So wow. getting to, but we got married when I was, um, I was 21. So okay. within that time, I was able to, you know, just get to know him. And, you know, I was working and stuff like that, but I was understanding our dynamic, our roles. How did he like the house? How do I like the house? How do I, you know, how can I get comfortable of doing, you know, the day-to-day -day life for us and then adding in children and stuff? You don't, if you marry it within like 30 or even like 27, 28, your mind is naturally on, okay, I got to hurry up and have kids. I want to hurry up and have kids. I don't want to have a difficult pregnancy. I don't want to be struggling with this, man wow. and woman. Okay. You know? I didn't, so I didn't think about it that way. Because yeah. mm -hmm. I, I, I was thinking I was thinking 25 to 29. Because you you, you, you you brought up a good point. You know, you brought up a good point like women should graduate college, figure out kind of career-wise. And that was another question I was going to ask. Um, and, then, and then really understanding and learning and learning your husband and also being in tune of being a mother, potential mother. So your so your age frame age range you're talking is twenty one to twenty five. Yeah, I, I think I think twenty five is maybe too high. I would go as uh, the top twenty four, like you said, twenty one to twenty four, to oh. where you're actually looking to get married, to where you're married by twenty five, like at the okay. latest. Like I you're was actually, thinking, you want to have that time of even being engaged, you know. I was thinking oh. twenty five to twenty nine. Mm. yeah so that's that, too late i mean to be honest you because your mind, okay. your mind frame is different your mind frame's already on like during that time you're like all right i'm ready for this i want to do this this and this and then even so you're kind of stuck in your ways so much that you're okay. less receptive to a man and being able to merge your life with him by that time you've lived on your own for a good amount of time where you like things where you like things and so you're less receptive to if a man tells you oh well i like this a little bit like this you're more like mm, no i've been doing this for this long you know my way is just fine you know, you know what I'm saying? It's a little less easy to blend realities with a mind that's so what you can't you can't teach your old dog new tricks. Right. So that's you true. don't and, and you, that in women, you, our brains process and receive at an earlier age. We stopped developing our brains what at like uh, I think it was 14. For the growth, your your brain growth fully growth is fully at full growth at 14 for women. Right, at 14 for women. So if you're thinking about that being the disciplines that she's learned naturally within her mind of the habits and behaviors that she has okay. taken on, if that's okay. already set in stone by that age and then you're adding in 
immersing yourself into the life environment. You're taking in new perspectives and realities. And hopefully that's what a lot of it you learned through college. You have come to understand yourself, at least what you value out of life as a woman. That's what a lot of women, they're like, oh, I don't know. I want to get the time to know myself. Well, it don't take you too long to know yourself if you're actively looking to know yourself. You know, you have to be deliberate and intentional. <clears throat> if that time is going to be for that, then also utilize it for a time to meet men that of are of a caliber of where they would be good husbands that in particular is the most that's the biggest opportunity for you to reach and connect a large amount of men at one time because after you have left the college scene the only other place is work and if you don't want to date with anybody and within your job of where you're at you're less likely to meet that partner that spouse because you're not going out too much you're working you done settled into your day-to-day -day life you're mm -hmm. not introduced to all the men that you could possibly be a wife to and so you got to take a, a advantage of those optimal times times for you to set yourself up for the best results and that's really what it's about let me let me let me let me ask let me ask a question about that but go ahead jay let me i i got i got some questions about so this my, <laughs> my, my question then is like so just based on what you both just said you know like and we we all seem to have come to a consensus on for women it seems to be 21 to 25 and for men it seems to be 32 to 35 right so, you know, like that, the age ranges don't necessarily. Yeah, that's, up. that's where I was. Yeah. <laughs> so how, yeah. how, how per se do you say, you know, like, because I, I don't know, I don't know about y'all, but 21 to 25, I wasn't what it, that's, 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 I was going to add to that. Okay. So, okay. This is my opinion, yeah. right? 21 to 29, right? Is what you're saying, right? As far as a woman should get married. 21, I'm sorry, 21 to 25. A man, you so do you agree a man 32 to 35? Yes. Yeah. And then because because of that shape, if I know if I can take this, because as a woman in particular, when you're choosing to be a wife, you have one or two options. One, you're going to get married with a man who's younger. And that is that homogamous relationship that a lot of women love to fantasize about because you're getting that younger part that spouse, that younger guy that looks good, that has that swag, that has that, you know, all of that because y'all are of the same age. That okay. is ideally if you want to be married and then be building a life with a man that is your ideal age to get with him when he is you know in that environment so if you're at that age if you of. want to do that struggle of exactly but if you are wanting to be married and have that soft life like a lot of women nowadays are idolizing they don't want to have to contribute to a man being a man that's where a lot of our culture has come from they don't want to do the work for that well okay if that is the case then if you want a man who is all together ready for you to go and you're willing to compete with the other women amongst the finish line waiting for this man who is all put together that age is going to be within 32 and whatever you know 32 35 or higher you know whatever you how high you want to go that's I, the reality of the situation that women have to deal with and face and i recognize that at a young age like okay let me see I, if you're willing to bet on potential and you're you're good at your discernment and you're able to be comfortable in doing and taking that bet then go for it do that but if you're not willing to do that and you want that man to give you that prenup and you're willing to sign up quickly you know right along the line and fall into line then sure he's gonna have to be an older man because that younger man is not gonna be able to do that but okay you know, I oh. that's it. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, Rob, let me let me let me ask you let me ask you a question, Rob, because I I really want to diagnose this, right? Because I mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not I don't I don't want this to turn into controversial or anything like that. But let I me will. ask you a question, Rob. Let me because <laughs> I, I think this is a good topic. I'm not I'm not trying to yeah. you know sway anybody's opinion. But let me ask you a question, Rob. The time you married your wife, right, D, mm -hmm. at at the age between 21 and 25, right? Her learning to be a wife, her understanding how to be a wife. At that age, did you see that as being rare? I, I did not. You did not. Um, I, no, I didn't think. I, I, to be honest with, you, I didn't think of think much of it. You know, to be honest. Wow. With you, I found that out now. That oh. that's how rare it is. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. That there yeah. it is, right there. So you find that out that it's rare now. So do you think women between the ages of twenty one and twenty five aren't taking the same steps your wife did? Of course. Right. Yeah, of course. No. Said, that's said, how we created wifeconomics.com. Yeah, that's <laughs> not so, right. So you think they are or they're you think they no, are or they're not? They're not. They're, no, they're, they're not. not. They're no, not. So that, no. that brings me to my point. So you're saying women should get married at the age between 21 and 25, right? Mm -hmm. Rob thinks that women between 21 and 25 aren't learning to get married. No, or not to at be all. a wife. So that seems no, like no. there's a there's a there's whole a, there's lot a, of... do you see the do you see the do you see the so I'm like that's why I said I think 25 to 29 and and I wanted to ask this right at the age of 21 to 25 right you graduate from college and my and this is my opinion I think women have a choice they either can learn to be in a relationship or they can learn how to establish a career right and I think. And and correct me if I'm wrong, are are women now taking more of a path to I'm gonna build a career, I'm gonna take care of myself, I'm gonna learn how to provide, and um when the time is right, as time goes by, I'll learn how to be a wife. Yeah, but that like y'all said, that doesn't merge. It doesn't, that's not the reality. You have one or two choices. And if you make that choice, you have to accept all the consequences that come with that choice. So regardless of if you miss that window of opportunity or not, you and everything within you is gonna feel all the ramifications for not doing things in the op optimal time. Like that's just, I mean, that's why um I, I is, agree. I yeah. agree. But I think I think Miss D. The way you learn to be a wife at the age between 21 and 25 is very rare. It's it very is. rare. It's it very is. rare. I don't think women between 21 and 25 are learning how to be a wife. They're, but not. they're not. But this is the thing. They used to. Yeah. If you look at they the ages to. of... I agree. Yeah. I agree. Right. But, but that, they... came from, that came from the mothers. I, I want to... No. Rob, yeah. Wait. Yes and no. Yes that came no. from, I think yeah. it was more culturally accepted. It was more what was pushed out of a woman wanting to be a wife. See, now what we're seeing more than ever is that desire to get that bag and all that other stuff. Yeah, but yeah. the reality of that is less than 6% of women actually make $100,000 and more to sustain them for a lifetime. And that is a huge number that is a reality so you can hope and wish on a star all you want to of if you're really going to be able to live and sustain the rest of your life as a single woman or not and the choices that you make in your young is going to decide whether or not that's harder for you that is something that we have to 
let people know no, because yeah, I, people aren't aware of the choices that they're making and like oh they're selling me this dream that i can do all of this but is this really actually something that's going to take place or am i just wishing and hoping on a star that that time will come when in reality you can you have a choice if you're choosing to want to be a wife then you have an optimal time where you should be doing that now it's not to say that it's too late um there you certainly can be intentional but that's where you have to really be deliberately intentional and in wanting to learn how to be a wife and getting onto another man's um, a man's program and actually being you know in that harmonious relationship with him. But uh, unfortunately, what we're seeing is the result of a lot of people having to learn the hard way, and that's yeah. always been the case. Like if you don't learn the hard way, then you know and have that experience for yourself, then sometimes it doesn't get you to course correct. Right, and I wanted to add too that a lot of men who are marrying, they're not marrying their same age you know right. they're not marrying their peers because a lot of my friends who want to get married they want to marry younger women and yeah. you know like 25 you know okay my friends around 32 30 in that 32 35 range uh, i think that's a good range that 20 32 to 25 is a good range but when you talk about 35 i mean 30 you're 35 and she's 22 well, right. it depends on, on as well as much as I see that women are learning to want to do that, though. Like they're wanting to position themselves and seeing that more than ever. But it needs to be that opportunity for them to do so. Right. And that that is very, I think that is right. very rare. That is that is rare because that's two different mindsets, way two different mindsets. Well, you see, and then also to having a younger wife. I mean, she's she can you can also teach her, teach her yeah. what you yeah. want. Yeah. your boundaries and then what you expect and all of that but the caveat to that is also too the protection of the the providership you know i'm Correct. bringing all this money in and you know you're, you're talking about student loans i can possibly help you pay those or um you know having that house she's moving I, into my house i don't know, think you get that at, i don't think you're getting that from a woman at 22 years old nowadays i just don't know that's the reason why the message needs to be out there right yeah okay change. You see, times change, so we need to change with the times, but people are not. We're still stuck back. I agree. <laughs> I think it's actually, though, a pendulum shift. And what is okay. happening, though, it's kind of it's kind of shifting in a way to where women are realizing, one, they don't like the whole aspect of working. working. And they're yeah. like, wow, why did they sell us out to now? I realize that I do have to work the rest of my life, even if I want to have children, even if I want to do this, like this isn't the life that I'm wanting. So what we're seeing now is those older women, they're understanding the ramifications of their choices, but these younger generations mm. are watching and looking okay. and these girls are okay. seeing that, hey, I want to be a wife. So I need to make choices and decisions based off of the women who got what I'm looking to get, not the okay. women who out here are living a life that I really don't want to live when I'm older. So you, you're, okay, that makes sense. So you're saying that the women between the ages of 21 and 25 are seeing the older women that chose the career and saying, hey, I don't want to have to depend on a career for all my life and not be able to have a family, be a wife. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And the economy now more than ever is making that a harsh reality for people to face. Yeah. Because it's no longer be a one income household. A woman is expensive. Exactly. Yeah. And you yeah. realize that I cannot do this alone. I need a man. I need what, to have, yeah. and I, unless you yeah. want a sister wife or a, a, a girlfriend. <laughs> 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 let, me throw, let me throw this out there too. October okay. 1st is a very important date that's coming up. Okay. And if you all didn't know it, 
college loans are going to have to be paid. Yes, yes. You're going to see yeah. a whole lot of crazy things going on after October 1st, dealing with, um, you know, a lot, a lot of women have a lot of college debt. And then also, too, if you haven't been paying it, that compounded interest. Yeah. And a lot yep. of people have yep. substituted their college loans for mortgages during COVID. Yep. Yep. So with that being said, you're going to see a lot of desperate people out here. That desperation to get married, you're going to see that. That's why reason one thing that I said was I'm predicting that more people are actually going to start getting married. They're going to start realizing how hard this is by themselves and that they're going to have to do something different. They're going to have to change okay. this thing up because what they're currently doing and how much money they currently are making is not going to equal the same after October 1st. But then, Oh, yes, that's a good I, point. Uh, Go ahead, Jay. Here's a question for you then. I mean, you're saying that like women are, uh, women are starting to see the difference, but you also said that, you know, you, you, you make a choice between, becoming a career woman or becoming a wife. But, you know, like you said, the economics of the situation, people aren't able to do this on their own anymore. So if you are making the decision to be a wife, that means your career is going to suffer. That was, meaning yeah, you are yeah. not going to be able to earn as much, meaning you won't be able to, like the partnership, it won't be an equal partnership, so to speak. So ultimately, yes, I, as a as a man, I understand I'm going to have to provide. I'm not I'm not fighting anybody on that. I'm not arguing yeah. with anybody on that. But the the amount of help I'm going to be able to get from a per, a partner who has chosen I'm just going to be a wife is markedly different from a woman who has said, you know what, I want to be a career woman, and well, then I realizes, oh wait, let me let me switch this up. So well, I would have you... to disagree. Yeah, because that's not just being a wife, though, because as a wife, it is you have to be a, that helpmate okay. and that's actually helpful. understanding the role. Mm -hmm. So if you understand your role right as a wife, you're going to see that first. I'm not so obsessed with having to have this career look this way, me do this thing. Instead, I'm more open to, well, what is the plan that my husband has? What are his work hours? If we're looking to have children, is there a way that I could work in a telework job around the time where I can, you know, have my children at the same time or be supportive to my husband, still be able to do the things he needs me to do, but be able to add a job into the equation? Because the focus has to be first, my dedication is to my husband and my family and of course how am I going to contribute so how am I going to work that into what it looks like alongside me being dedicated to my husband and my family so it's not like you're not doing anything but it's more so your priorities are how am I going to work this career this job into the life of my family not how am I going to work a family into a career because that's a little less likely to work with when you have a man who has his own job and his own you want him to be the leader so you want him to create that vision and have that you know hold that space for the family and what that structure looks like but if you're already under a discipline and a structure of a job or career that's maybe very demanding like a nurse or traveling nurse or or airline steward or something that requires you and your schedules not to be aligned then yeah it's much harder for you to get into that relationship and then you're having to sacrifice relationships just so you can fit into a job but that doesn't work that way to be honest so it's about priorities how are you gonna what are you prioritizing first and then figuring out how then i can make this work right what do you what do you say okay so let, let's go there what are you saying to women that are in those like a lawyer doctor nurse you know, flight attendant that's traveling, 
I think I think in Jay's defense a little bit, something I, does sacrifice. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not even a defense, so to speak, like because you know, I what she's saying is sort of what I was trying to get explicitly stated because it's mm-hmm. like eventually somebody's going to have to do that. I mean, like yeah. Rob said a little bit earlier, you know, if whether you you as the man decide like, you know what, I do want to be a house husband or whatever the case may be somebody's going to have to make the decision to, you know what, this is what it's going to look like for us, whether it's, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to stay at home with, with the kids while you go out and, and, and be Superman or Superwoman or whoever, whoever you want to be. And like the, 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 the main thing is like some, there has to be a plan. Going back to right. the whole thing, there has to be intention. Right. And if if people have if people have different intentions, it's like, oh hey, I'm I'm here for family. It's like, oh, okay, but I'm here for career, then those those intentions may never align until yeah. somebody compromises. And that's, yeah. that's that's essentially what I wanted to get to. Right. So you, I guess oh go ahead. I'm sorry, Rob. Go ahead. No, yeah, as long as you compromise, that's fine, but you have to play to your strengths. Yes. So you know yeah. you gotta you got to play to your strengths in this economy. You playing you playing that game, that that economic money game. So uh, you know, if, if the dad makes only fifty five thousand, he's a garbage man and, and mom is, you know, the the nurse working to be a doctor, you may have to, you know, you might have to be that dad to stay at home. It's just those are just the cards that you got, but because the game here is money. So that's you a gotta tough make conversation it, too. Right. That's a, that's a hard conversation to have as far as a man. It is. It's it a is. very hard because <laughs> that bruises the ego. It's like, oh, man, especially if you, and not a really ego, but you want to bring that to the table. But I mean, right? That, that's a tough conversation. But I it mean, is. The, I think one thing that I'm realizing, especially, you know, I'm, I'm getting older, you know, we all are. One thing yeah. I'm realizing is that, like, if we are playing that economic game at a certain point, you know, within within reason, at a certain point, you have to set your ego to the side and be like, look, this is what I need to do to make sure my family is provided for, my people are provided for, yeah. or I am provided for. Yeah. You know, and let's be real, sometimes it sucks and it will. But yeah. if, you know, growing up, we, we, we never really see the uh you never really see the you know the days where your father was just sitting on his bed in the morning trying to figure out why he's doing this and you know how how hard it is to get up at 6 a.m and get your butt to the car and drive into the office and do and 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 break your neck for for to provide for his family for less than you think you're worth. You know, nobody ever has that conversation with you, but that's that's ultimately what it is to be a provider. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not fun, but it's part, it goes with the job. Right. All right, so to clarify here, uh, we'll start with D. Uh, the age you're saying for a woman to get married is 21 or 25? You, you just want to, you just want to. <laughs> I, I, I just want to. I just, stand on it. I, I stand, no, 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 no. I'm, I just want to, no, I just want to clarify to make sure so you're saying for women, 21 to 25, what about for men? 
Yeah, still the same. Um, within your 30s, some, if they're lucky, I don't know a lot of hardworking men. My husband wasn't quite in his 30s, but he was hardworking. He had his intentions. But okay. 30 usually is that time where you'll see men start to make that shift. So anytime after 30 and you have hit all those boxes of being able to at least continuously progress through life and you know what you want your wife and her role to play and you know you're ready for that, to bring in that vision and you're committed to that. And yeah, certainly a woman during that time, if you're genuinely knowing and you're seeing like hey this is something that I want to be I heard that call to want to be a wife at like eight years old and that was within so that was that natural instinct so I know it's not that may seem because of society oh women are immature I don't even really think that I think that that all women yeah all women hear that calling but all around us it's like you're bombarded with all these other ideas of how you should be versus just allowing yourself to give in to what you just naturally want to be anyway and work towards that so if women are no longer fearful of that and they're able to recognize like what is my optimum time for sure Mm -hmm. it would be 21 to 25 during that time especially if you've gone through life and you know what you want out of life and this is what you're willing to do i think if that's the safest bet also too if you're wanting to be one of those women who own their own business or have that freedom to be able to work with whatever job you want to do it's a better time to take that investment time when you're younger to say, okay, I'm going to go ahead and get married, get that down pat, get into my family, maybe have a couple kids. And then when my kids, if you choose to send them to private school or public school, whatever it is, you have more free time to then go after that career that you want to go after, especially if you're able to work it into your regular duties and you don't choose to homeschool, whatever the case may be. Your, uh, your, your um, options are are more expanded if you do the core things first, which is getting your family and getting married. Your then options later are expanded versus if you've gone out in the world and you've gotten all these jobs and all this career, all this money, but your main thing that you want is that man and that family. And you're already, you know, into the time where it's too late for you to have children. You know, you're not really men that the men that you want to marry don't really want to marry you. Mm -hmm. So then it's like, you're, you're more hit with more obstacles than opportunities. And that's okay. (laughs) Rob, what about you? Men 30, what are your, what are your age range for men? Yeah. 32. 32 to 35. 32 to 35. Um, okay. But what about yeah. women? What about women? Uh, the same. 25, 21 to 25. 21 like to 25. Yeah. Okay. Me, uh, men, I think, uh, tough. I think, I think, I think there's still a little bit of period between 30 and 32, a little immature. Uh, cause 30, I think we start to get into our prime a little bit. You have choices to make. So I, I, I think about, 31 to 35 for men. Women, I think. You said 21 to 29, right? No. Nah. 25 <laughs> to 29. D, D, D made some good points. I questioned some points. She made, <laughs> I, I, because she made some points to where the, the, um, you know, as far as potential of women not having children, potential of men not wanting them. I do think that does happen, but I do think, um, I, I do think uh, at tw- I, I think for me I have, maybe I have to change it a little bit. Twenty seven. That is just tough. <laughs> now I have to rethink because I I am considering all her points. I think about twenty seven to no. I, actually, I'll put it twenty five to twenty nine because okay. I do I do I I because I, I, I think there's a period of women that graduate from college and they do have a choice to make whether to make have a career 
or choose to be a wife. And sometimes doing that uh, can something does sacrifice. So I will, I, at first I was, I said 27 to 31. Now that you've made those points, I think I'm going to have to maybe come back to maybe 25 to 29. Now, do you think those women will actually willing, be willing to sacrifice at that age? Because again, you got to remember a lot of women at that age, they're like, I waited this long. I want a man that had come with this, this, and this, and he got to come with this, this, and this, because I deserve uh, this, and I don't work myself up to this, this, and this. The reason why <laughs> I feel like, the reason why, the big part of it, I, I think I disagree a little bit between 21 and 25, 20, 21 and 24 is because I think social media plays a part into it. I think women want to experience things when they're younger. Um, I think women want to now, be. Now, what benefit to... is that, though? What are they experiencing that's benefiting them as a woman? Because what we perpetuate is what women need to experience is it's all about sexual promiscuity. That's what's being promoted to the younger generation. These 21 and 25 year olds are being pushed the agenda of explore yourself, sexual liberation, have fun, yes. do all, yeah. live your life. Now, what benefit is that it, to it a 21 and 25 year old? It plays no benefit, but at the age of 21, at the age of 21, and I, and I will say this, I don't think on both fronts, men and women, there isn't that kind of mentor to say, hey, at this age, right, you got two choices to make, right? This is the benefit of if you're choosing to be a wife, you're looking to build a marriage, you're looking to build a relationship, you're looking to grow a family, have a family, the benefits is this, right? But social media society tells us, hey, don't get married that young, right? Experience, uh, like you said, sexual experiences, go out and experience it, you know, and that even those sexual experiences that does, that that can bring children out of wedlock, out of having right, exactly. things, um, that's the out of, yeah, and that is the risk, <laughs> but I think that comes from not having proper mentorship. And the problem is that proper mentorship, they're encouraging and teaching our men and women to not get married that young. And for me, yeah. You know, in my opinion, I feel like I've always had the notion that women do mature quicker than men, right? But I, I just feel like, I, I don't know, from what I'm seeing, I think women 21 to 25, I think they're still trying to, I, I, I think that I think they're still being a little bit competitive. I think there's a competitive yeah, but, and that's that, but that's you have to bring an awareness to what's the other option. In a way, by you telling women that that's too young, you're perpetuating that narrative that they should wait. When in all actuality, at 21, you need to be exercising the option of figuring out if you want to be a wife. That need that's the only way we're going to bring about this change. We can't keep telling women, oh, just because it's out here social media and you're experiencing all of that, we have to. Teach women how to block out all of that and recognize and listen to the inside of you of what you really feel is right what is your because we mature at a much older a much younger age we have that capability to sit back and think and figure out is this what i want to really do but the problem is we don't have enough of us telling us yes honey at 21 years old you need to be thinking about being a wife you don't yeah. need to be out here trying to exercise your options and explore those options because they could lead to some devastating results that are going to end up ruining the whole option of being married in the first place right. why yeah. risk all of that that's how we got here on it um, Jay, so uh, men, for you, what is what is a good appropriate age for men to get married? Appropriate age, I would uh, I, honestly, I would, uh, I would, I'm gonna hit the mid middle ground between um, 
between Rob and D. I think the the age range for men, if you are like like Rob said, if you are intentional, I would mm-hmm. say the best age range for men would be between twenty five and thirty five. Men, uh, for wow. men, I would say between twenty five. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's a huge range. Okay. It's a huge range, but it depends on intention because I know, like, for instance, um, I went to my younger cousin's uh, engagement this weekend, right? Okay. He's younger than me. Um, He's several years younger than me. He's in his 20s. Okay. He is somebody who, like, I've I've watched this brother since he grew up. He he has been intentional. He, He has been interested in like hey i'm trying to build a career i'm trying to i'm trying to be a husband at some point he's been intentional about that so that means he is on a path where like hey i have a good job and i'm going to grow into like my my economic potential is only going to go up he's in that place right now so if he does get if he does end up with a wife it's like hey we can grow together you are going to watch me grow into this man who at 35 earned six figures can pay for his own house all of that sort of stuff so he's he's in a spot where the struggle love isn't so much of a struggle so that's those are the men i'm talking about from 20 like the the younger men who i'm talking about okay what about women for women i would say for women i would say (laughs) <laughs> in the interest of like me i'm i i think a big thing for me we we've talked about this on the show before is the three c's compatibility chemistry and connection okay. and i think it is easier to be compatible with somebody who is in your age range so i'm gonna say within age range you know, what what age range? Which age range? At twenty five to thirty five. Twenty five to thirty five. Okay, now, so you, okay. Will, one thing I will say is that, and I've experienced this personally. I've I've seen that women who end up in their thirties without children tend to be in a rush to have children. Mm-hmm. So okay. I would say, if if you are not concerned about children, then sure, go on ahead and get married later. But if you are interested in being a mother at some point, I would say your prime window will more than likely be between 25 and 29. Okay. So okay. I'm going to. I would say that also depends on how many children you're trying to have, that, too. Because a yeah, lot of women, true. you want just one kid, you want two, three. How do you want to space them apart? Do you all want them back to back to back to back? All of that yeah. makes a play on your mental and your psych, your psyche. And I think and that's as tough in your 30s. For us to remember that. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough in your 30s, yeah. Uh, So we're going to go right into our wrap-it-up session. Um, As our audience knows, this is something that we give our guests a few minutes, three to five minutes to get them jewels, give you guys jewels, kind of let them know what they have going on. Um, So you guys guys have the floor. So what we do is, um, you know, our jewels. So we're known for, of course, our show Blueprint Family Jewels. So we give a lot of tips about dating and relationships. And one of the key things to for a long, uh, happy relationship is to make sure that your um, expectations are realistic and then also your intentions are uh, set forth for marriage early in the dating when you're while you're dating. And then also too, 
make sure you ask the right questions when you're dating. I'm not talking about what color is your, okay. your favorite color. I'm not talking about your favorite type of car or your favorite food to eat. We're talking about these hardcore relationships. Like, um, you know, we want to understand what uh, are you willing to fit into a your marriage vision of what what that looks like? Uh, what roles are you willing to play in the relationship? Are you willing to, if you have to help help me advance in my career by being a helpmate to me and and wanting to have children one day? Um, you know, things like that, those type of relationships, we we need to vet those relationships. And also to have our families vet the people that we are dating. You know, we need to practice discernment as far as the type of people we allow into our lives. Are these people actually really good for us? Are they, do they mean good by us? And is this somebody that's going to stick around uh, after, you know, what, what, you know, what their intentions are? Are they going to stick around for me when I'm not at my best? And also to, um, you know, will you be there for them when they're not at their best as well? So, yeah. So those are the type of jewels that, you know, I would like to drop. Um, yeah, and that's what we do often on our show. And in particular, like we were saying, this is really our community service to the community. And with the wifeconomics.com course, our seven weeks and implementation program is going to hopefully move into a larger program where we're actually helping facilitating arranged marriages. So where women and men are able to come together and have that safe space to be able to build with each other, learn what you need to learn and be able to grow within a marriage. I think 90%, believe it or not, about 90% of the world is um, within a, uh, over, no, I'm sorry, over 60% of the world is arranged marriages. 90% in particular within the country of India are like an arranged marriage. And within that culture in particular, the reason why their divorce rates are so low is actually at 6%. The reason why that is the case is because they have that supportive community around them, helping them, giving them the information that they need in order to make it through life together and a healthy, stable marriage. That is what our society is missing a lot of. And that is what we recognize to be able to offer and, you know, allow God to work through us to be that channel for how people can create those satisfying, satisfying relationships within their lives. And in particular, women offering that other side of that coin where you don't have to go out here and just, you know, explore life until you figure it out and hope life don't take advantage of you. You don't have to do that. You can know what you want out of life at a very early age, and you can choose to make the right choices and decisions that is going to set you up to get that result. That is what we have to be intentional about as women. What do we really want our lives to look at? Not just living in the moment, having the fun and that whole um yolo you you know you don't think about things just have fun and live for the moment that really mentality doesn't help you sustain through having a long life right. in a healthy way right and then also yeah. to the last thing is that after you all get married have children think of retirement yeah make that a goal and how you all going to achieve you know retiring with 2.5 million dollars mm -hmm. because that's what it takes now in this day and age with the growing rate of inflation you know, that that is something that we don't think about. Once people get married, yeah. they think of having children and then maybe getting a fund for their college and then that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, and aside for this in, inflation rate that's, that's not seeming to, you know, go down, um, you know, there's th that's something that we also have to focus on mm -hmm. as far as wanting to get married and, and the benefit of working as a team together. 
Yeah, and it's for the kids. And last thing I always like to throw in, at the end of the day, our generation's coming up now, right now. They need to have families. They need to have good, solid communities so that they are able to be healthy adults within our world. A lot of what we see now is a lack of love, a lack of neglect within the household, children raising themselves. They're allowing the internet and all these other sources raise them because they're not given a good positive example to you know see and actually be able to latch on to achieve for themselves so this more so about anything else is about the next generations coming up because believe it or not that's who other people are focused on too their kids so yeah mm. <laughs> great 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 message from you guys man i first want to um, really, really appreciate you guys, you know, taking the time out to being on the show with us today. Make sure you guys follow them on the Blueprint Family Jewels on Instagram and also YouTube, their channel and show us on Monday through Friday at 8.30. Um, uh, make sure you check them out. Very, very good people. Very good uh, uh, content, man. It's just learning a lot, especially on on our front. Make sure you also follow the Let's Drop podcast on YouTube. Uh, we're pretty much on there every Fridays, every Mondays. Um, check us out. Definitely like, share, subscribe. Um, anything you want to add to that, Jay? Uh, just that um, uh, I believe the I, – I, I apologize. I'm getting the date wrong. But we will also be appearing on Blueprint Family Jewels um, in September. Sep- uh, September 8th. Um, yeah, September, okay. 8th. September 8th. Yeah, so so make sure you guys look forward to that. Their live and, show. Can't yep. wait for that. And I would yeah. also uh, you know, I part of that. So Yeah, definitely, definitely. Really appreciate you guys again. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe to Let's Rock Podcast and also like, share, and subscribe the Blueprint Family Jewels. Follow them on Instagram and also on YouTube, y'all. We out. Peace. Peace. Peace.